Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello. Hello. Hey. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience. Friday edition. This is my talk 1071. This is the time of the show on a Friday when we turn it over to you, the Mm. my talkers. This is called who's listening today. It is the state fair worker edition. We want to know. We want to hear from you. If you work at the State Fair, if you are about to work at the State Fair, if you've worked there before. Do you love it? Is it a nightmare? Which booth do you work in? What's yeah. the best day, best time of day yeah. to work there? 651-641. Let's say the last four together, Donna. 1071. That's the number that you can call. And we would uh, we would love to hear from you. It'd be great. Maybe you're a carny. Now, we're not talking about other like media people. Are we? No. We're talking about people who are vendors. Yeah. yeah. And that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need somebody from Channel 5 calling us right Exactly. Now. We'll see them Belanger. in the today. Oh, right. Lord, yeah. Oh, jeez. That guy, am I right? Oh, boy. He's always... <laughs> every time I see him, he's like, hey, how you been? When are you taking off? I need more side money. I'm like, okay. <laughs> easy. Jeez. Uh, but Chill we're going to be working at the State Fair. We are. We'll how be do broadcasting eight days there. Because a weekend day, too. So there's one, two, three, four, I think seven, eight, Second nine. time in the show, she's counting on her fingers. Nine, I think, because we do five full. Uh huh. Then it starts on a Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. So I say, you're right, Steve. You are so right. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Anyway. Mike, um, how do you feel about being at the State Fair? First time for you. Uh, it's first time for me, so you know I'm very pumped. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Love to be out there and see the My Talkers and hang out a little bit. And Yeah, like, it, it is a good time. It's fun. I love it's broadcasting fun. from the fair. You do. Oh, I, see, I do. I get very easily distracted. So You it, don't do well outside of your... Comfort zone. Normal routine. Correct. The space where you do stuff. That is right. It's fun. I like the It'll the fresh fun. air. We're there in the morning, so even if it gets hot that day, it ain't hot by the time we leave. That's and so true. it's nice. And this is the first year that I won't have to run over and do Twin Cities Live afterwards. So right. I feel totally, oh, totally easy, easy. different about the State Fair this okay, year. Okay, but let me put this in perspective from my point of view. This is my, my first fair was in 94, so I worked 94 and then every single year thereafter. So mm-hmm. how many years is that? Uh, that's 29. This is year 29. Next year it'll be your 30-year anniversary at the fair. Okay. Why are you looking at me, Cross? Because you, you're probably going 94, 2004, 2014. The third time she's coming out of fair. No, this is my 30th year because I worked 
in 94. So you didn't count 94. But if you got married in 94, we would celebrate your 30th anniversary in 2024. Okay, but this is my 30th fair. But not really because we didn't have the fair in 2020. (laughs) Okay. Once again. I don't know. I I forgot about 2020. You've been there a long time. It makes you feel how? Indifferent. (laughs) (laughs) There are times where I'm like, ugh, get me out of here. And then there are times where I'm like, you know what? This is fun. Embrace it. Yeah. I get some cookies. We can go grab a drink after. Oh, yeah. Well, you're 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 on a new profile plan. I'm on a new plan. You're going to be doing profile. I will be doing a a new uh, program. It's by Tot Boss. Mm. (laughs) And it's made up of 100% tater tots. And a little bit of poutine. You know, normally I'd be like, how dare you? But that doesn't even bother me. I don't care. I'm good. I'm good. All right, fine. Let's check in with the phones. Let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Chris, how you doing? So have you ever thought about all the free stages that are out there and that there's someone that organizes all that? I know that person. Is that that you? No. I knew the person who used to do it, Nate. Um, okay. yeah, that's, that's a lot of work all year round. Yeah. Good so reminder. My daughter works for that division. Oh. Um, uh, just during fair time. And so she, I just want you to know, um, if you need to like, um, attach a name to how you're feeling when the parade goes by at <laughs> two o'clock every day that you're out there, um, she's helping clear the way for the parade to get through. Is she, um, do you mean you know, she's actively cool. walking I mean, in front of the parade to clear the way? Is she, like, actively out on the street? It's probably a golf cart situation. Okay. Huh. But, you know, if there's a lot of variety because, you know, she's got to run down to the airport to pick up talent. And, you know, there's just there's a lot of hospitality things that need to happen. Sure. Oh, yeah, I bet. So, um, so, yeah, she loves it. She, she said it's like being, you know, at camp for two weeks. Yeah, it's a fun vibe. Is it a now? Does she work full time or just during? You know, like she's running around for them during the fair only. Twelve days of twelve hours just running around. Yep. Wow, good, good for experience. Her. Really good experience. Chris, thank yeah. you for the call. Thank you for listening. We appreciate that. We're talking to state fair workers. Do you work at the state fair? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Maybe you work at the corn booth. At the Fresh Cut French Fries at Sweet Martha's. Maybe you work at the uh, Cafe Caribe. Maybe you work at the Admission Gate. I feel like I get to know those people as we come and we go every day. Uh, 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call. I don't know how old you have to be to work at the fair, but I have a, um, a, a neighbor whose friend owns one of the booths and he brings his kid to help out also. That's like fun. Veggie fries or something like that. I think that's a fun, that's a fun experience for for kids too. For because kids, the summer job. Oh my god! Right before going back to school. Yeah, and it's just cool. Like the atmosphere, you know. You're seeing all the the carnival esque vibe yeah. of it all. And I always say, listen, if you're going out there, here's your pro tip. If you haven't been out there in a while, because I talk to people in my circle, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be working at the state fair, and they're like, oh, we haven't been in you know five years. Yeah. So we always think everybody goes all the time. We do. Not the case just because we do. But if it's been a while, do yourself a favor and get there first thing in the morning. Go to bed early the night before. Get there and you will enjoy the state fair in a way you never have in that it is crisp out there. 
It's not crowded. You get coffee. There are breakfast joints where you get breakfast food. And then if you leave early afternoon, stick around for lunch. Get your sweet Martha's for the way home and all that kind of stuff. But there is a way to enjoy it. Whereas on the flip side, and listen, I'm sorry to say it, but if you're there later at night, like after four o'clock, the congestion just goes up because everybody gets off work. And now they're like, hey, let's swing by the fair. That is when it gets crowded. Right. Right. Uh, we do have Judy on the line, right? Hi, Judy. Welcome yes. to the uh, Don and Steve experience. Where do you work at the fair? Hi. I volunteer for the State Fair Foundation. <clears throat> in last the last couple of years, I've been at the Bailey House as a greeter in the front. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, so fun. This, this year, I'm selling bingo carts. Oh, oh, cool. Do you have any uh, interesting stories of note that uh, you remember from state fairs gone by? Oh, I love the state fair. My not, not, not to do with work. <laughs> My mother surprised us when I was young, when I was about 10. She said, oh, this big, big surprise. And you're thinking glitter and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being an elephant ride, which at the time was so disappointing. But now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought at the time that would have felt fun to you to hear that you're about to get on top of an elephant. I don't know. It, I my 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 I was somewhere else, so I didn't think it, that was the the you know best thing on earth at the time. Okay. All right. Well, thank so, you for sharing. Thank you, yeah. Judy. We appreciate the call. Um, you know what? I am uh, comfortable enough in my own skin to say that, despite those two calls, that segment was largely a failure. That is true. We felt like we were trying to get people on to call in like we were a telethon as we just keep peeking over at the screen as phones continue to not ring off the hook. <laughs> I thought that was Listen. we were going to hear from everybody. It's we're getting into the state fair vibe. It's we're going to be there two weeks from today. We will be broadcasting there. Yes, I'm excited. See, I did it. Yeah. Uh, okay. But you had already paved Wait, the way with all right. well, a little indifference. Heavy. I can be indifferent, but I'm going to get excited. Okay, I'm going to have a good attitude. And by the way, you do 12, 10-minute segments a day. Can't all be winners. Thank you. The very nature of things is that you will, this is said from someone years ago, you'll always have a best show of the week and a worst show of the week. That's just the fact. Yeah. And you'll always have a best segment of the show and a worst segment. And uh no offense to Judy and Chris, they were our two participants and we love them for it, but the rest of you, you really disappointed us. Yep. We'll take a break. Hey, friends, what's up? Sorry, we were just talking about soup and beef brisket down in the cafeteria today, but let's now talk about Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Speaking of beef, when you go, I suggest you get the prime rib. It's a dinner theater after all. They deliver dinner right there to your table. You get dessert. Delivered to you at intermission. If you haven't experienced a dinner theater experience in a while or maybe ever, you really got to check it out. It's my way of enjoying a night out to see a show. The show on the main stage right now, Jersey Boys. This is the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. How they came to be. The stories behind the songs. The rise and fall of the Four Seasons. I, there was a bunch that I'd never known about that story. Knew the music, didn't know the story, and it was told in a really compelling, well-acted way. The voices there, absolutely incredible. Concert series, they've got live music each and every weekend. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Improv Comedy, Friday and Saturday nights, chanassandt.com. Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment, coming up in about 20. 20-
12 minutes. We're going to have a couple of Friday slow jams. Not sure what's in store for us, but we'll all find out together. Hashtag we're in this together. I love it. I'm scared, but I love it. Don't be scared, Donna. All right. You're such a powerful woman. You are She-Ra. Hear you roar. Meow. You are our Barbie. Thank you. Hi, Barbie. Hey, 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 Ken. Study. <laughs> hey, Ken. Hey. Hey, hey Barbie. Right, hey. Studies have shown that... Studies medical- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. I want to tell you something about how expensive it is to live in New York. Are you familiar with New York City? Yes, I am. Apparently, actually, speaking of hashtag we're in this together, speaking of the pandemic, there was a headline, an opinion piece in, I think it was the New York Post back in August of 2020. Okay. The headline read, New York City is dead forever. There were some people making the case that the pandemic was at the the, its peak back then, and they were like, hey, no one's going to live in New York. Like, people are going to move out. There's going to be a mass exodus that will happen, and this will become a ghost town because people don't want to be so in and close to each other and all that kind of stuff. Well, three years later, August of 2023, the new headline reads, and listen to this number. The average Manhattan rent just hit a new record. Can we guess? Sure can. Average. Average. <clears throat> which is different than median. $3,600. Average. $4,130. $4,130. The average Manhattan rent just hit a new record of $5,588. Oh. Friends, that is a monthly fee they expect you to pay to live in your apartment. And by the way, those apartments are very, very, very small. It's just nuts. Yeah. Now, of people are trying to figure out, like, why is it this high? Um, a, there's still not enough housing on the island of Manhattan. On top of that, soaring interest rates made it a lot more expensive for people to buy, so they're being pushed back into the rental market, giving prices an even bigger lift. Plus, the cost of housing in the city typically climbs throughout the summer, so uh, August is probably probably going to break this record that we just saw there Damn. as well. Uh, record rental prices show that people are choosing to live in Manhattan despite not going into work there because there's so much working from home and working remotely that still happens. Manhattan. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Offices were only at 48% of capacity last month. You know, I heard somebody once say that it's because they mentioned the interest rates there. And interest rates are higher than they were three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll hear some people with a more historical view of it who say, yes, they are higher than they were a few years ago. But I heard Barbara Corcoran, who's big into real estate from Shark Tank. She yep. said, listen, I've been around long enough to remember when they were 19%. And so oh. six doesn't feel as crazy right, as you right. think. Wow. Plus can come down. But then somebody said, you know, um, you know what the interest rate is on rent? 100%. You know, when you think of it that way, right? Because we yeah. think of the interest rate with homes. And, but there's still some, you're still paying toward owning your home. You're gaining equity in that home as you pay down the mortgage. Whereas when you do rent, you could think of it as a, that's a hundred percent interest. It all goes to your landlord. None of it goes to your principal. Right. You know, once you're out of there, you're not making a profit. So these people are just evacuating in Manhattan who are doing $5,588 per month. That is all going to their landlord. It's not paying down the apartment. This is just to temporarily live there. And I just wonder, how are people affording it? I don't know. How are I really so don't. Well, many people A lot of people don't. I mean, if we're talking Manhattan itself, Look it a lot of people don't have cars. So you don't have that expense of a car payment, paying for gas, insurance. Yeah, but get me to the 5000 Imagine if I told you your, your mortgage just went up to $5,588 a month. I would have to sell my home immediately. So my question is just like, how are so many people able to live there? Are they roommating up a lot? Are they chopping costs? Are they working double jobs? Are they going in debt? It just feels like a, I love visiting New York, love visiting there. The thought of living there and keeping that pace is tough alone, especially if you're, a typical average earner. The, yeah. The financial yeah. pressure that you must feel all the time. And then when you know it's not even going toward me owning this apartment. Right. Um, I wonder I wonder how many of those buildings are actually occupied. Because, I mean, a lot of people just live over the river in New Jersey, in Hoboken, Jersey City, and then they take the ferry over right. and save money. But that's also expensive. Now this financial tidbit that I thought you might enjoy. There's a new book that has revealed that golf star Phil Mickelson, he likes to gamble on sports. That's not exactly new, but how much is new? According to this new book, Phil Mickelson has bet more than $1 billion over the last three decades on sports, losing about $100 million while doing it. I'll say it again. Phil Mickelson has gambled, according to this book, $1 billion over a three-decade span. But then they say he's lost about $100 million while doing it. So I guess that means his net is that he's down about $100 million, I guess. When you factor in, like, the VIG, that's not even bad. That's actually, he's pretty good. He's probably successful. $90 million lost on on a billion dollars bet? So that's what I'm trying to figure out. If they mean, is are his net... Is he net in the negative at about I feel like $100 that's what million? I dollars? Yes, I feel like he's about $9,500 million net. Yeah, for having for bet gambled that dollars. much. That's not bad. 
And the house is going to get a percentage of every single bet you make. Yeah, right. So he's actually probably a winning better. He was making uh, 858 wagers of $220,000. <laughs> 858 times what? he was like, I'll put 220 on that. At one point, the book reportedly says he even tried betting on his team in the Ryder Cup. And the bookie was like, dude, are you nuts? Did you see what happened to Pete Rose? We're yeah, not yeah, doing that. No, illegal. bye. Wow. Uh, anyway, we'll do a slow jam when okay. we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk to you every day about Crescent Tide Cremation Services. And sometimes I wonder, am I saying the right things? And then I look at their Google reviews and I see yes. Crescent Tide comes through for families in that time of need, in that time of grief. All the reviews say the same things. They were nice on the phone. They were prompt. They took care of business. And they did so in a calm, professional manner. They are really appreciative of Lisa and Verlin and their team and they often say it's the best price around they can't believe that simple cremation start at just $800 uh, my mom still around signed up for a prepaid pre-planned simple cremation because she knows that's what she wants when it's her time and I think so many people these days want that they want a celebration of life that makes sense for them and it all starts with a simple inexpensive Cremation from Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Whoa. Happy Friday. Freestyle, Donna. Yeah. What? Just freestyle rap a little bit. All right. Bit. No, I don't know how. Okay. I said a ding, dang, a ding, ding, dang, diggly do. I said a ding, dang, diggly do. I said a ding, dang, diggly do. Brianna sent us an email. Thank you. Wait, Judy sent us an email. All right. Susie sent us an email. Davey sent us an no, email. No, Donna, it's but not an ding. improv game. No, I'm reading, I'm reading from the inbox. <laughs> Cliff sent us an email. I said, Roy sent us an email. Woo! That's fun. Judy said, hey, we have lived by the state fair for 36 years. It's like being forced to deal with the fair for 36 years. <laughs> That's, That's great. Anything else you'd like to share? Wait a second. Hang on a second. What's the matter? Yeah, Brianna, what the hell? I'm cold reading this. I've thought about this before, Brianna writes. Steve is highly susceptible to Mm. the psychological phenomenon of excitation transfer. Mm -hmm. He was, did you already read this, Donna? I did, and I was trying to talk to you during a commercial break and said, do you want me to read this on the air? I had my headphones on. Well, that's kind of rude because we're working. Except when you do it. And then I'm waving at you. You are such a double well, standard. Well, that's what I was doing. I, I was didn't see you flailing. I just and then when up. I took him off, you're like, I was talking that whole time. I do it to you, and then you would say to me, I'm working. What? What do you want? Why are you bothering me? You, 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 that's your new nickname. It's double standard. I continue. Okay. Donna. What do you think? You're better than me? Steve is highly susceptible to the psychological phenomenon of excitation transfer. He was excited about going on a trip, and then he saw the Delta video. It wasn't necessarily the video that brought him positive emotions, but the video reinforced the excitement he already had. But his brain attributes the excitement to the video itself. I would agree with that, Brianna. I think that's right. It's like association. Yeah. In the same way that I, uh, okay, I see what she's saying. I'm attributing it because it's reinforcing the thing, the root thing I'm excited about. It brings back a memory, like a smell. Oh, my God, I love this smell. Probably because it reminds you of something. Ed Bastian reminds you of the happiness you feel when you're heading out on vacation. 
Yes. Okay. Good for you. That's exciting. Connie sent us an email. <laughs> she said, not all apartments are that small. My brother lives in Manhattan. He has some friends that have good-sized apartments. They're not huge. Huge. So strong. But they're I, still roomy for New York or Manhattan. Yeah, but I bet he's paying a little more than five grand. Again, the median price of the average price of a Man, uh, Manhattan apartment right now five thousand five hundred thirty-eight eighty-eight dollars per month. And I'm sure there are some that are like three grand, and obviously, some that are two grand. But at that point, why? Wow. Let's uh, regroup. Regroup, yes, okay. yes. Sounds good. Like, it sounds good. Everybody in. Hard to believe after a pretty tight two minutes that we just had here <laughs> that Rocco would have found anything, Mike, to slow jam oh, yeah. for us. I have no idea where he came up with these, but uh, this first one is going to be interesting. Um, oh, no. Based on a promo I heard earlier this morning, I think I might know oh. where this is heading. Uh oh. This one is just simply titled Apollo. Mm. Oh. No. I'm going to slow things down. <laughs> That's right, we're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. How about the Apollo Theater in New York City? Oh, yeah. I used to watch Showtime at the Apollo. It feels like it would come late at night on a Saturday, like after SNL. Yeah, I think Come you're out, right. Rub the wood stump. And then the uh what? You were... <laughs> what? We don't have to get personal. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> P-M-I. You're such a pervert. <laughs> what are you talking you... about? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. No, here's the thing. There was a little wooden stump, as I recall, and then people would come out and they would rub it before they walked on stage. Then you go out and perform, and then it's ruthless. At the Apollo, you either get clapped or if one person thinks that your act is just beat, oh, they just then they start doing wah, 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 and they, they throw their hands back and forth and do this wop wop and then you just get wop wop right up, and then the, the, the MC has to come out and they're like, sorry, you got wop wopped. <laughs> The tree okay. of hope. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was the Donna and Steve slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. That, yeah. I love that you always blame me. 
when you're the one who says the dirty birdie thing and then you expect us not to notice. You're the pervert, though, for thinking of it that I'm way. I'm sure everybody heard. I'm not saying you're the only Rob pervert. The stump. Donna. The wooden stump. <laughs> I will say this. There's a, there's like a, this video on, on YouTube of here's five people getting booed off the stage at um, Apollo Amateur Night. So that means these amateurs are going out there. They're just doing their best. And then the whole crowd, you think Simon Cowell is tough? One judge saying, sorry, you don't have it. Imagine the entire crowd standing up. I'm not exaggerating. They will boo you right out of there. Wow, man. That's that's intense. Maybe our state fair shirts should be like, rub the, lun- <laughs> the lucky stump. <laughs> Donna. No errors, arrows included, please. <laughs> right. Jeez. Uh, what you guys else re- do we? You have? guys ready for another one? This yeah. one's a little more uh, evergreen. This one was from uh, a while back. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, it should be some fun. It's uh, about AI. Mm. Oh, great. I'm gonna slow things down. That's right. We're gonna slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve slow jam. Whose tour bus were you on? Who have you interviewed 8,000 times? Don't worry about it. Tina sends an email. She says, I cannot wait until the world stops talking about all this AI stuff. Didn't the people who invented the term consider the initials are already being used in the bovine breeding world? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> Ew. What? Say what now, Tina? Bovine breeding <laughs> world. Wait, what's a bovine? A cow. Yeah. AI. Artificial insemination. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what? Cows can't have sex? I think it's a lot easier to manufacture the situation. Sure. I mean, I couldn't even begin to imagine how cows could figure that out. Just the rectangular shape of their bodies. You know what I mean? That I'm I'm right about that, and they couldn't even. You know I'm right. Don't look up the video. I'm not. Trust but they me. have like rectangle bodies, right? And if his okay is way back there. Yep. My. He's not going to be able to hind leg this thing. Well, apparently. And that'd have to be go, go, gadget. 
<laughs> that just can't work. I would like to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the Donna and Steve Slow oh, Jam. Tangle Bodies. That's awesome. My previous life, I had a uh, guy come in from a uh, local breeding place oh, to boy. record a uh, nine-minute instructional video that they what? were going to be using. This guy looked and sounded exactly like Sam Elliott. Really? So imagine you're recording with somebody who sounds like Sam Elliott talking about AI in that form, going into graphic detail oh, about it. Oh, no. It was so wow. uncomfortable, but rather fun. Uh, fun. Oh, my God. Were you After like the, the production guy? I was the production guy <laughs> sitting in a room with him as he talked about AI with bovine. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, my word. What did you learn? Uh, way too much. <laughs> I'm way watching a video. Much. You're watching a video oh, no. of... Oh, my God. Let me hear the audio. Uh, it might be the same one. This is, oh. uh, yeah, uh, from Farmer Tyler Ranch. And, oh, my gosh. I well, no, I want to see. Believe <laughs> they, oh <my>. Show me. <laughs> yeah, come over here. Oh, right? Hold oh, on, everybody. We'll gross. Okay. Just oh. like the fact that they can get up there. Watch... Um, all right, so then they, they start circling, and then they do go on their hind legs, and then they oh, put yeah. their arms on their back. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Done. Oh, my gosh. You know I saw... Um, and by the way, I the... I saw uh, Buffalo doing this in South Dakota. The You did? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. because yeah, they're huge. The weight of their head alone must be... Oh, my gosh. At least, you know, 200 pounds. And just the lady cows are just... <laughs> Just standing there like... They're like, fine. Let's go. Let's go. Whatever. Get it over with. Um, <laughs> My goodness. I saw two lions, mate, on a safari in the Maasai Mara of Kenya. And that was pretty crazy to see. I guess in the end, where there's a will, there's a way. But how do they find out? How do humans find out? You just figure it out. Well, no. Usually, you have some sort of a conversation. You have sex ed. There are ways that you explain how it works. The cows aren't saying, all right, sit down. I have to tell you how this works. How do they find out? I think it's just nature, Steve. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. It sure is. I'm so glad we had this time together. I'm not. (laughs) Let's take a break. When we come back, we we have a call in for the soup today. Bradley Trainer just came in and yeah. said that this might might be one of the best soups he's ever had. He's ever had. Crazy. And we've never heard of this soup before. We will call the cafeteria when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience. Friday edition on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, ma'am. Let me do it again. Hey, mama. Right. Nah. I'm not vibing with that. Um, what do you prefer? That's what I call my girlfriends. Hey, mama. Uh, you know what's funny? Hey, I used Beth. to, um, I used to make fun of what women would call each other, and you know, it's always like, "Hey, lady," you know, and hey, I'm like, baby. "Yeah," and look at you, mama. All this sort of stuff, and I then started making fun of them, and then this person um, then. It's like, what about you guys, though? You do the same thing. And then it dawned on me. Hey, we bro. Do. Yeah. What up, bro? What up, dude? Hey, dude. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, lady. It's always texting. Hey, lady. Just checking in. Are we still on for that coffee, lady? 
Just get back to me, lady. Bye. You only say it once. I'm other lady. Hey, lady. Hey, lady. <laughs> Why don't we just jump right to it? Why don't okay. we call the cafeteria? Oh, I just think oh. maybe we should lead with it. You and do? Then, okay. Because it's of what Bradley Trainer said. Alrighty. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. Hey, B-Dog. What's up? Brah. Hey, brah. So, before we have you tell the listener what the soup of the day is, Bradley Trainer wanted us to convey a message to you. Okay. He said that the soup that he had today might be one of the best soups he's ever had. And today, he said, I want. Today's soup. Uh, yes, today's soup, this soup that you just made. Yep. It's one of the best ones he's ever had. He was like, and I just need Brian to know how good that was, even though like it didn't make sense to me what it was. Right. With Did that, you figure out what it was? He told us, but we want you to now tell the listener. All right. I have a smoked brisket with penne soup. Let's oh, go. Wow. That to me feels like a wonderful balance of protein and carbs. I'm imagining it's in a broth. It is. It's uh, actually a little bit of a beef broth and chicken broth. Let's go. What's up with this smoked brisket? Oh, yeah. So I had some just leftover smoked brisket, chopped it up, sauteed it up, had some leftover penne noodles. It's literally leftover soup, and it's his favorite of all time. Sometimes leftover soup is the best because something special happens with the flavor of leftovers in the fridge. Oh, yeah. I love soup. Uh, all right. It. Well, I'm pumped. I'm coming to get. Last time you made brisket, remember you gave me like a carton full of brisket? Yeah, I do. And I ate the whole freaking thing <laughs> within like 15 minutes. There was a meeting that I was in. I said jack squat during it. I just chewed. <laughs> it was one of the best meetings I've ever had. All right. We'll see you shortly. Thank you, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Brisket. Yeah, it's delicious. Tender meat. When you can just, you don't have to tear through it, but it just starts falling apart in your mouth. That would make a really good stew. You know, throw some potatoes in there, some Kind of like a beef stew. Correct. A brisket beef stew. I love it. But I think I like what he's doing with this penne situation. He's, he's very creative and imaginative, and we could sell a cookbook, a soup cookbook from him. Yes. At the fair and make some money for charity. But he's like, I don't know. I just wing it. I think, too, if we ever did that, I want to speak as his agent. He needs to get a cut of that. I sure. want it to go to charity, but I want him to get a cut of it as well. Because he, he already works two jobs. He'd be putting in extra time, you know. Sure. Or we could just ask him what's in it, and then we write it down. Why are you trying to not get him any money? You would make such a bad agent. I'm just saying if he didn't want to go through the... He could still take the money. But we could do the, you know, listen, I do all the secretarial work around here. Dottie. What? Dottie. <laughs> Is that my name? Okay, got it. Hey, Dottie. <laughs> you jot that down. <laughs> That's from Gary Goleman. That's great. Dottie. Yeah. That's a cute name. It is a cute That's name. That's a cute dog name, too. It would be a cute dog name. Or a baby's name, Baby Dottie. What's Dottie short for? Dorothy. Dot. 
Oh, I don't know. Is hey, that right? Dot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dot? Yeah. People would say, hey, Dot, to yeah. a Dorothy? I'm going out with Dot tonight. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. I would have thought Doris. I don't know. Mike, have, have no, you it's Do- I know a Dorothy. That's Dot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hmm. Dottie. Interesting. Huh. I never knew that until right now. Well, you are so welcome for the information. No, nope, nope, wasn't doing the thank you for All it. Right, just that's just fine. acknowledging. All right. Um, hey, score one for the humans as we... Oh, crap. What's the matter? Wait a second. I got time. You're a disaster. I got time. No, That's no, no. I just... Are. Donna, there's something that I want to get into Mike's hands that I think is going to be good. All right. The other day, I was going to tell you a win for uh, humanity in the battle against AI because there were people that basically were like messing with this AI chef and he made like a poison... A recipe for a poison bread sandwich. So... <laughs> At the same time, it's trying to kill us, but also it's not too smart. Um, oh, gosh. Let me see if I can find this. Vamp, Donna, tell people something about okay, Monday. Okay, well, I was going to, uh, I came across something really quick that everyone needs to know. Disney Plus plans to eliminate password sharing next year. So there's your heads up, okay? You got until next year, but just know that everybody is following Netflix's lead and we're all screwed. Thank you. That is my story. Um, somebody else says, please do a soup cookbook. I was just thinking about the, this later. Uh, All right, Mike, I just mm. put this link down at the bottom. I, and I feel like our YouTube links are playing a little bit low volume right now. I think we might have a yeah. computer setting that's a little weird over there. But I got it. Here's, this is an old country buffet training video that I saw on TikTok. And I just thought this was so funny. All right, Donna, think old country buffet. Okay. They're, they're teaching the people who work at the, the buffet line who cut the meat how to interact with guests. Okay. Closer look at greeting guests. Every conversation you hold with guests should begin something like this. Good evening. Or. Hi, how are you? Once you've greeted the guest, start a brief conversation. Try asking a question the guest can answer in a sentence or two. You might ask something like this. Is it still hot out there? <laughs> or this. Did you catch a game last night? Or this. You Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Children often play a big part in deciding which yes. restaurant their parents visit. We want them to feel welcome and special here, too. So start conversations with children by saying something like this. What grade are you in at school? Or this. <laughs> Have you decided what dessert you're going to have? <laughs> or this. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's take a closer look at greeting guests. <sighs> Every conversation you hold with guests should begin something Isn't that like pretty this. great? <sighs> I saw it on TikTok, and I just thought, this is great. Thank you for showing me. Maybe it's Instagram, whatever it was. But here's the cynical me. I'm like, if I were going through and somebody said something like that, like that canned, I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, this guy just watched the training video. <laughs> Still hot like, out there? Right. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. What grade are you in at school? <laughs> you like hot fudge sundaes? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love tra- Maybe that's a new thing we should do. New segment idea. All right. Training videos. Love old it. training videos. Love it. Boom. Print right. it. Print it. Write that down. Somebody write it down. All right. Oh, oh uh, Dottie, hey, Dottie has to write it down. <laughs> Could you okay, that down for us? Thank you, Dottie. All right. Um, All right. She's writing that down. Training videos. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Donna and Steve experience. Coming up after this, we have got the Adventures of Bradley and Don, and then LoJ on after that. Hey, if you're going out to an Ed Sheeran show tonight or tomorrow, have so much fun. Yes. And send us an email over the weekend. We'd love to know what you thought of the show. Bye now. 
it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan, where I lost about uh, 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. I'm keeping it off, too. I just weighed in uh, at about 171. Uh, when I first started MNFatLoss.com back in March, I was at about 197. So we're talking, uh, I'm down 26 pounds, and I'm keeping it off. I mean, this I started this in March. It is August, and I'm still down those 26 pounds. You can do it, too. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. But I did it uh, in a way that I loved. I didn't exercise. I didn't count calories. I didn't eat prepackaged meals. There wasn't hypnosis. There wasn't calorie count points counting surgery I ate foods I liked and you could do it too the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com will teach you the secret of losing up to a pound of fat a day like I did what you're gonna want to do is go to mnfatloss.com